everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today, as we continue our discussion about deconstruction, we're going to be talking about the Bible. How can we deconstruct the Bible and yet deconstruct with the Bible? As we continue our little journey through the idea of deconstruction and what it means to take apart our faith and look at the different pieces and then decide what's really accurate and what is just Christianese ideas that we need to kind of get rid of and <laughs> toss away and then rebuild our faith, we're going to be talking about the Bible. And the Bible is kind of one of those tricky things. Like, how do we deal with the Bible once we've been through a Christian experience that was spiritually abusive and where the Bible was maybe even used to abuse us? Or maybe it was just twisted in a way that made things seem messed up or broken or difficult or whatever. I mean, like, it can be really tricky because every single bad Christianese idea is usually backed up with scripture. And I say backed up in quotation marks, like they claim that it's backed up with scripture. And so how do you detach the Bible from these just messy, broken, yucky, Christianese, religious ideas that we've experienced and the things that we've experienced from people who've told us that this is biblical, which is another problem. We have a lot of things that are labeled biblical because they are supported, quote unquote, with scripture, and yet they're not actually biblical. And people just kind of twist and misuse scripture, take it out of context, and then say, oh, this is biblical. This is the biblical way to do things. In fact, biblical seems to be kind of a buzzword within Christian community sometimes. Like, everything is supposed to be biblical. And is it really biblical? Like, is it really what the Bible really means? Or is it just something people have taken in our modern English translations, literally, without even looking at the background or anything, and then claim that this is biblical. This is where we get such a mess, guys. This is why things get so messy, because people can use the Bible, twist it, and then claim that this is Christian, or this is biblical, or this is what God says. So where do you go from there? Like, how do you deconstruct your faith and the ideas that you have, the things that you believe, when the Bible is supposedly the Word of God, yet it's been used to twist everything. So let's talk about the Bible versus the real Bible because we end up at this place of paradox once again. We seem to have to hold on to two just weird things. Like how do we how do we face the fact that we've been abused by the Bible and yet the Bible claims to be the word of God, that it's God breathed as the apostle Paul talks about, that it is just spoken from God, that scripture has been you know, given to us from God, how do we, how do we reconcile those two things? Like the things that we've experienced that were abusive and yet the fact that it's supposed to be the word of God. And so that's the kind of thing that we have to really just ponder through today. And I just want to propose something that perhaps the Bible that we've experienced is not actually the real Bible. A lot of times when people are deconstructing, you're going to hear that they just decide to either like throw away the Bible or choose which parts they think really are true and like get rid of the rest of it. And people just really wrestle with this whole idea of what do we do with this, this Bible? I just would like to throw it out here. Like what if it's not actually the Bible that's the problem? And what if it's just people's interpretation of the Bible and the way that they've used the Bible 
But the Bible itself is is fine. Like it's good. It's actually God's word. It's just how we've messed with it that makes it abusive. Here's my question. Have we actually read the Bible? And I want to ask that question to all these people who are saying things like, well, this part isn't actually accurate and we're going to get rid of that part and we're just going to, you know, pretend that's not really there. I'll hold on to these parts that I like, but the rest of the stuff that I don't like, we're just going to say isn't actually accurate. It's not really the word of God or it's not really what he meant to say or, you know, whatever like that. Like, let's just, have you read it? Like, have you read it? Because that's the problem. Like so often people take things out of context. They take pieces of verses, they take random verses, and they use those to just twist and manipulate and abuse. And yet the real Bible, when you actually read it in context, as it was meant to be written, doesn't say any of that kind of stuff. So I know that some of us maybe need to take a break from the Bible for a while. Maybe we just need to step back and until we can read it with a clear head and not hearing like things in our head or voices in our head from people that we've been abused by. Like I, I get that, and I'm not against that. And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you're going to know that. I'm also totally up for getting a new translation, just a different feel of it. Maybe it's the message version. Maybe it's the New Living version. Maybe it's the NIV version, depending on what you've already been exposed to and has been used to abuse you. But have we really read the Bible? I have seen so much crazy stuff happen when people just read the Bible. For my own personal story, reading the Bible for myself was what helped me to start realizing that I was being lied to in my cult. As I was reading the Bible for myself in context, like chapter by chapter, book by book, I realized, wait a minute, like, wait a minute, that's not what it says there. And that's not what God says here. And that's not who Jesus really is. And that's not who God really is. And like, it, it all just kind of like made me think, wait, this, this is wrong. This is not right. And so it was the Bible that really just opened my eyes to the truth about the things that I was being taught in my cult about the Bible. But it wasn't the real Bible because the real Bible was what set me free. My great uncle has this amazing story about being this kind of unbeliever who had grown up in a church family but wanted nothing to do with Christianity and really um, had a lot of questions and cynicisms and doubts about Bible and God and everything. And, and he took this cross-country trip back before there were CD players or um, you know, before you really had good radio stations and before we had our our phones and all that kind of stuff. And so he was taking a cross-country trip and he was bored. And so he just jumped into the, I think his radio was broken. And so he went into this bookstore and found this, it was a Bible on cassette tape. And he's like, well, you know what? This is a good time for me to read it and really just know why I think it's wrong. And he pops it into his car as he drives across the country to California and soon discovers that he cannot stop listening to the Bible. And I think it was like the King James version. So it wasn't even like super easy to understand, but he's just becomes just obsessed as he's listening to the Bible and he finds himself driving around and around at night so he doesn't have to stop listening. And he finally gets a cassette player so he can listen in his hotel rooms. And he's driving across the country. And by the time he gets to California, he realizes like, I, I think I might believe this. And shortly after he trusted Christ as a savior, like <laughs> how crazy is that? That's the real Bible. He just listened to it in context and heard it from start to finish. That's crazy. I've talked before about this experience that I had when I was teaching out in Wyoming. Um, this young man who was interested in the Bible. I was working at a psychiatric home. Like it was like all these kids came. It was a residential home for psychiatric children. And I was teaching there for a year. And he was a high school kid who 
was just expressed interest in the Bible. And so I gave him like a New Living Translation, I think it was. And um, a few weeks later, he was like talking about how much he loved the book of Luke and how it was the saddest book he'd ever read. And I was like, why was it sad? And he was like, well, because Jesus died. Like, like it's awful. He's like, but then I read it again and I realized it wasn't sad at all. And so I sent him to the book of John. And the next thing I know, he's like, I, I believe that Jesus is my savior. And no one preached to him. Like the Bible saved him. And so <laughs> we have to just rethink what we think about the Bible, guys. Like we need to really just reevaluate what is it? And can we take it apart from the the abuse we've had. Like, yes, the Bible was used to abuse. And yet, is that really the real Bible? Or is that just somebody messing with it and using it to abuse us? I would like to challenge you to just really explore your own experiences. Like, have you read the Bible? Or have you just been told what it says? Have you listened to other people complain about what it says and talk about how it's not really the word of God, or it's not accurate, or it's not whatever, or have you read it? It's not a mystical book. It's not a magical book. You can't just open it up and point to a verse and have God speak to you. That's not how it works. And yet the Bible is the history of God and the people that he made. It tells us important answers to the important questions that we have. It tells us who God is. It tells us who we are. And it tells us what he wants from us which is really a relationship. Like he made us to know him and he has pursued us throughout history so that we could know him and be in a relationship with him and so that he could transform us and make us into the people that he wants us to be. And yes, sin has entered the world and it's caused a lot of brokenness. It's caused us to be enemies of God. It's part of the reason why we screw it up and misuse the Bible and we you know, don't understand him and we mess it up because we are his enemies now because of sin. And yet he pursues us anyway and is constantly speaking truth to us and is constantly chasing after us and is reaching out to us if we will allow him, if we will accept his gift. Like it's, it's crazy. And that's the story of the Bible. And it's from the beginning to the end about this God who wants to save us and who is there for us and who is reaching out to us if we will allow him to save us. Like he will. It's, it's crazy. And so I would just really encourage you guys as you're deconstructing, I know, like I said, it's very common for people who are also deconstructing and who are talking freely about deconstruction and are maybe not into the same Orthodox faith or historical Christianity that I am to just really encourage you to reject the Bible or to only take bits and pieces of it, to stop believing that it's literal or that it's actually the word of God and stuff like that. And I just want to say, Let's hold on there. Like we can deconstruct this and still believe that the Bible is the word of God. We can still believe that the Bible is literal within the genre of each book. And I've talked about this before and I'm going to talk about it again. If you are interested in what I'm saying today, I have discussed similar thoughts on episode seven, episodes 11 through 13, episodes 27 through 29. 53 and 70. This is something that I talk about a lot. I am passionate about understanding the Bible because this is where we get ideas of who God is. Like I said, who God is, who we are, and what does he want from us? It's all from the Bible. As we read the Bible and as we realize what the real Bible is, I think it just opens us to truth. It opens us to truth, to finding truth by ourselves, not to being just duped by people who are trying to manipulate us or create something that's not real. Like we can be opened up to who God is and who the truth is because we know what he said about himself, what he said about himself. So let's just talk through the real Bible really quick. I want to just make sure you understand this. The Bible is an ancient Eastern book and too often it is read 
a translation of it, is read by modern Western thinkers, white Western thinkers, in here in our modern 21st century. And they claim that it's literal. And so they take these English words literally without taking any context into, you know, just into thought or any kind of good hermeneutics, which is like, what is the author? What's the audience originally? What were they trying to originally convey? You know, what was the culture? What was the history? What was the time period? What was going on? What idioms did they use that we don't understand? Just there's so much that goes into studying an ancient book like this. And they don't take any of that into context, and they just assume that they can understand it in their English translation literally here in our 21st century modern Western way of thinking of things. And we just miss it. We just miss so much. And we misunderstand and we misuse it when we use it that way. And I got into a um, pretty decent-sized argument with the online person at one point in time talking about this. And she was very offended by the fact that I was telling her that she couldn't just read her King James Version literally in English like right now, and just assume that it meant exactly literally what it was saying. And it was messy. And we just agreed to stop following each other and stop talking to each other and just move on because there was no reconciling this. But guys, this is so important. You want to know the real Jesus? You want to know the real God? You want to know the real Bible? We've got to understand that we don't have all the answers and we don't understand everything easily right now. Like reading this ancient Eastern book, There is so much to learn and there is so much to discover. And as we are willing to just lay aside our preconceived ideas about what things mean and really just dig into Eastern thought and the like just the pictures that they use, like just the imagery and how it's not necessarily all absolutely literal, but it's a picture that you're that you're portraying somebody so they can understand what you're trying to say through imagery. Just even just culture and understanding what the times was just what was going on, what the thoughts were. Like we are, it's crazy. Like you just, you just see this God and who just loves people and he just pursues them and, and pursues women as well as men. And just, there's so much guys, there's so much that we miss. We don't take the time to just really pursue good hermeneutics, context, author, audience, just history, culture, all of that. And so I would just encourage you guys to Just look into what's actually being said. Don't just take it at face value, but just dig. And so, yes, step away. Take a break from the Bible if you need to. Reorganize your thoughts, but then dig back in with the understanding of like, I'm a student here and I am not going to assume that I know what's going on. I am going to reach in and try to find out what this really means in a beautiful way and just discover what it meant in the original text and just you're going to be amazed. You're going to be absolutely amazed. And so I just want to leave you guys with this thought. Once again, reminding the Bible is not magical. It's not mystical, but it is a beautiful story of the God who created us and the relationship that he wants to have with us. It's a crazy place of paradox, guys, intention to sit here and say, okay, but this book was used to hurt me. And yet it supposedly is a different book than I thought it was. It is the word of God and it is demonstrating to me who the true God is. So yeah. There's some good resources out there, guys. There's some really good resources if you dig in. Great apps, great websites, good stuff. There is a website that is written, I think it's by Francis Chan. And I want to say it's called Read Scripture, but I'm going to look that up and I will link it in the show notes. There are some really good resources out there, guys. Don't give up. And as always, keep searching.
If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.